Welcome to the Fox River Podcast. Our mission is a heart for people and a message of Jesus. We hope you are encouraged in your faith through this message. Thanks for listening. Hey, welcome everybody. We are so glad to have you with us. So glad that you're joining with us um, online. I want to start us off with a very personal question as well as a critically important question. The question I have for you is this. Do you desire to be blessed by God? Now, even when you hear that, you may not understand fully like what all is entailed in that. But do you find yourself almost like leaning in a little bit like, I, I really do. And, and so we can take some of the mystery out of that word blessed, right? It's kind of like, what does exactly blessed mean? The root of blessed is the word good. And so blessed means uh, to have good that comes to, or it's proclaimed, it's pronounced on, it's given to someone. God desires to bless you. Now I want to tell you, as your pastor, it is my heartfelt desire that each and every one of you would be blessed by God. It's one of the things that I pray for. It's one of the things that we as a church, we labor for. And wherever you're at with God today, I mean, you may be in your spiritual journey, um, somebody that has been close to God most of your life. Maybe you're somebody that's just coming back to God like right now. Could be for a while, you know, you just, you're on this, you know, up, you know, up and to the right spiritually. Some, you're stuck. You're just like stalled out. And some of us, it's like, I'm still trying to figure out if I really believe in God or what I understand about God. Wherever you're at today, hear this, that if your desire, that leaning in would be to be blessed by God, then your desire aligns with God's desire for you. It is his desire that you are blessed, that you are on the receiving end of goodness from him. And this is something that God makes clear all throughout the scripture. In fact, if you happen to have a Bible with you, physical or on your phone, if you just kind of grab that right now, you can go from Genesis, the first book of the Bible, Revelation, the last book of the Bible, all the way you're gonna see this desire of God to bless threaded through it that way. In fact, as we start out in the first book of the Bible, we'll look at uh, one place that God shares with an individual. His name is Abram. You may know him as Abraham. And God has a word for him about this matter of being blessed. Noteworthy, Abraham, when God's speaking this word to him, he is not a follower of God. He didn't get raised, you know, understanding about God. In fact, God's just kind of coming to him in a place that Abram's not looking for him, that is God at all. Kind of sounds familiar then, doesn't it? So in Genesis chapter 12, if we look at the first uh, few verses, it starts out, and the Lord said to Abram, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land that I will show you, and I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you. I'll make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the peoples of the earth will be blessed through you. So God just starts out like five times saying, this is what I want for you. And we might be going like, that is cool. I mean, cool for Abram at least, but that was like a long time ago into an individual. 
unless we fall into that trap of going like, God's not talking to me at this point, he connects a couple of dots for us to understand what his heart is for us. So we'd kind of fast forward a little bit. and We go over to the book of Galatians with what we just read in mind, and we pick it up in Galatians 3, 7, hearing this. Understand then that those that have faith, he's talking about those that have opened themselves up, have faith in Jesus, trusted him, those that have faith are children of Abram. And the scripture foresaw that God would justify the Gentiles, it is non-Jewish people, by faith and announce the gospel in advance to Abraham that all the nations will be blessed through you. So those who rely on faith will be blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. If you're a person of faith today, God's saying, I'm talking to you. Verse 14, he, God, redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus. So that by faith, our faith, we might receive the promise of the Spirit, that is this blessing of God. And then as it were to put almost an exclamation point at the end of this, though it's certainly not the end of what all God has to say about blessing, we go to Ephesians 1 verse three, which says, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Now there are a couple of um, foundational truths or maxims, great truths about blessing, that's really important for us just to be able to, to have in our lives, especially knowing what God wants for us. And the first one of them is this, and that is that God's blessing flows through Jesus. I wanna just say that once with me, it's that important. God's blessing flows through yeah, um, in the scriptures that we read, I mean, that, they, were, they, they were connecting these points. It's like, you know, do you see how this is desired and it comes to us now? The goodness of God comes to us through Jesus. One of the reasons why we say that our heart is people and our message is Jesus because that's the means in which God wants to bring his blessing to each and every person. The second maxim or great truth about this um, whole you know, desire of God in our lives is this that we are blessed to bless, right? I mean, let's just say that one, right? Like, we are blessed to what? Yeah, we've been blessed to bless. And knowing that God's desires for each person to do it, he said, one of my means of doing this is I wanna use those people of faith to be able to be channels in which my blessing can go out and go to others. So if you are a follower of Jesus, if you've trusted Jesus as your savior, Jesus' desire for you, of course, is to be blessed, but also that you would love and bless your neighbor. Now you may go like, why is that? I mean, I'm not doubting Jesus, but like, why is that? Because Jesus knows this. When we who are blessed will in turn bless others, that there was going to be this cascading of God's goodness that just continues to flow into the world and into places that are in such desperate need of it. He knows that if those who have been blessed will in turn bless others, that their love for him will not fade, that first love will stay with them, that they will have a spiritual growth component going on within them, that there, that our families, our friends, our neighbors, our coworkers, our community will be able to be blessed by God as well. 
And that's what Jesus wants. And in truth, isn't that what we want as well? You can shake your head. Yeah. yeah. And that takes us up to bless. First, in this new series that we're just, you know, kicking off right now. And my expectation is that this is going to be one of the most life-giving series that we've ever done. We've done a lot of series. But I think this really is going to be a truly life-giving one. Helping, helping those that are far from God to be able to find and connect with him. Helping those, I mean, everyone that God desires to have this blessing of his, this goodness of his come into their life, to have that actually happen and take place. And one of the tools that we're going to use with this is bless. Now, when I, when I show you this, put this acrostic up here, it, in, our, in our minds we might begin to think, well, oh, this is a program to be able to do something with. Now, we're not against programs here. But I certainly want to dissuade us from falling into that trap right away because what bless is going to be is it's going to be five dynamics that Jesus used in blessing others. Five dynamics he used to be able to accomplish what he wanted to see accomplished in people's lives when he interacted as well. This is not an original acrostic with me. In fact, I give credit to my friends Dave and John Ferguson who came up with it. But when I saw it, again, my heart immediately just began to resonate. And, you know, it's like years and years and years of study. Like everything just falls into place and goes like it is so simple and it's so powerful all at the same time. So bless. B would be begin with prayer. L, listen. E, eat. I love that one. S is share. And excuse me, S is serve and S is share. Now, just to kind of root that, you know, begin to get that in our minds, let me call out the letter, and you tell me what it stands for, okay? So help me out. Just work with me for just a second here. If you're online, you can type this in as we go along. Um, so we start out with B is for what? B? Cool. L? E? S? S? There's a lot of pressure off me because I'm not that great a speller, and I was actually able to you know, get the home all the way through that word um, that way. What do we do with this? We begin to experience some of what Jesus saw happening, some of the truly the miraculous things that Jesus saw in his earthly life begin to take place in ours as well. And in order to enhance what it is that God wants for us, I'm gonna ask everyone, those who are online, those who are in person, whether it's an online group or an offline group, to join with us, not just for the series, so if you can't be here, you know, jump online to be with us, but to, to participate with us in a group of bless. Now, here's why I say that. I've done five bless groups so far. So we've been kind of like, you know, field testing this going along. So I can guarantee you that if you would participate with us in a bless group, it will really enhance that experience. It'll be something that even if you're on that introverted side, that you're gonna be able to find that like, I, I, could, I can do this. So it's not your, not your typical group that way. In fact, um, I wanna just give Scott and Han just a quick moment to be able to share what their experience was like. So here's, here's theirs. I'm Scott. My wife and I have been uh, coming to Fox River Church for about 18 months. And we had the opportunity this summer to participate in a blessed group with Pastor Guy on a weekly basis to go through the principles 
uh, in this book. My name is Hannah, and I've been coming to Fox River for about six years. Participating in the BLESS group this summer with uh, Pastor Guy was a great experience because it gave us the opportunity to meet a lot of people from church that we didn't know, uh, gain some different perspective on how these BLESS principles could be used in real life. It's, it's a simple formula, and it's an opportunity to really put them into action and start sharing our faith with others in the community. It's been really awesome, actually. I was somebody that grew up with a lot of preconceived ideas about evangelism, which was a pretty scary word for me. Um, and so breaking it down, it just really made it simple um, and something that I can incorporate in my everyday life. Um, so it's been good. So since the Bless Small Group, one of the things that I have found most valuable is the, the lesson on listening and finding myself listening to others uh, in a better way, particularly if uh, it's someone who has a, a particular need, um, is going through a hardship, uh, and there's an opportunity where I can offer to pray for them, and then I find that I will not only do so, but let them know that I've been praying for them as well. I think the biggest thing is listening to other people. Um, and just beginning with prayer. I think those are two things that I can do on a daily basis um, that doesn't take a whole lot of thought. I think the thing that surprised me the most was how simple it is and how normal it is, or it can be. Um, and so I think a lot of people can expect just to feel some of those expectations and pressures taken off their shoulders. Hey, would you just uh, say thanks with me? Um, Scott and Hannah for taking just a moment, like, you know, this is our experience. I can tell you, they did not know what they were getting into, as well as the other group members there, yet came out on the other side going like, I am just so grateful for what God's doing in my life that way. So you can grab a book uh, today if you want. These are like half price if you went to Amazon and get those. But I hope you'll use whether the app, you can use the QR code right there or stop by afterwards, sign up online to be able to be a part of a group. We've got lots of them going on. But if this is going to be your very first group you ever try, this would be the one to do that. So I really want to invite you in to join with us in that. Now, as we're just kicking off, we want to be, begin with prayer. One of the reasons is because that's how Jesus began. He began his ministry, but he began his day in prayer. And he reflects that back to us as well. He knows that prayer is something, one, that opens up our spirit to God, but two, it opens up our hands to this power of God that he extends to us to be able to help us with and to work with in our lives if we will come to him and pray. So I can't think of anything more appropriate than to begin with prayer right now, so would you join me in this? Jesus, may your heart be crystal clear. Father, may your desire be experienced by every single one of us. Would you bless, Father, each and every one? Would you pour out your spirit afresh? And will you do things that just make us smile and go, that is amazing. Well, thank you. We pray this in Jesus' name. And everybody in agreement said, amen. Before Jesus ever 
told you know, anybody, I want you to go out. In fact, he was getting ready to send a group of people out to share good news with other people to help them to be blessed by God. He said these words to them. He said, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, I want you to pray earnestly that the Lord of the harvest, that he'll send out laborers into the harvest. Now, when Jesus was saying this to all these people, he wasn't talking agriculturally. He wasn't saying, hey, check out the corn, it's ready to harvest there. You know, beans are ready to come in. The wheat's looking good that way. He was talking about people. And he was saying, if we look around at people, all of a sudden you realize there is just such a ripe harvest that's out there. In fact, look at these words from Jesus when he said this. He said, but I say, wake up. Like, wake up. He wasn't even in church saying it. He goes, wake up. Look around. He said, the fields are already ripe for harvest. When Jesus looked around, he saw people that needed hope. He saw people that needed help. He saw people that weren't connected with God and he knew what could happen in their life if they would be connected. He saw people that were so discouraged and so dissuaded. And he just goes like, the harvest, it is so ripe right now. There are, there are so many people. And if we look around, we just kind of see around us, it's like, you know what, there really are a lot of needs around us as well. And so Jesus spoke these words. He said, would you pray with me? Would you do what I am doing right now? Pray that there be more labors in the harvest because lots of people out there in need, but there's only a few people that are willing to connect with me, to go with me, and to be able to help them. Do you know what Jesus' dream is? Jesus have dreams? Jesus' dream is that those that have called him Lord and Savior, those that are part of his church, that they would join him, that they would be a laborer for him. Can you imagine if every single person today would say, I will be a labor with you. I will help. I will be a blessor of others. Not only will that bring a smile to Jesus' face, but it's going to make an impact in our community. It's going to make an impact in the world. Now, you may be hearing at that point going like, whoa, that's cool, but I couldn't do that. You know, like, I, I'm, you know, that's not me. And I know what Jesus wants you to hear. What I want you to hear is this. You can bless another. In fact, when we start with prayer, when we begin with prayer, every one of us can pray these three specific prayers to kind of like get everything moving to begin with. So we start, when we, when we begin with prayer, we need to start at home. We, we start with ourselves. And our prayer is pretty simple. And that is, God, would you help me to align my heart with you? Jesus, would you help me just to kind of see what it is that you're seeing out there? Have you ever thought about praying this? God, help me to move from hoping people will come to Jesus to helping people come to Jesus. I don't know how, but would you help me with that? And if you've never had the opportunity yet of helping somebody, a friend of yours, somebody you know, if you've never had the opportunity of helping somebody come and to connect with Jesus, to open their life up to him, it is one of the most incredible experiences that you will have this side of heaven. And it is something that it will, it will change you 
And you just, you, you never see again the goodness of God in the same way in light. So if you haven't, another prayer. Pray, pray this with me. God, in this next year, would you help me to see somebody come and to connect with Jesus? Now, can you do that? We can do this, right? So just, you can not do, like, we can do this. Then, we not only want to pray for ourselves, but we just want to pray for others, specifically those about us. Now, here's where things can get kind of like fuzzy. Like, who do I pray for? You know, like, what do I pray? Like, ah, what, what am I supposed to do here? How many of you ever played tic-tac-toe before? I didn't ask if you won, but did you play? All right, okay, so some of you know tic-tac-toe. If you don't know tic-tac-toe, how many know what hashtag is? Okay, yeah, so it's kind of like I got both ends of the spectrum right there. So, but you know, you know this, um, you know this little grid right here. So when you pray, I just want you to pull out either hashtag or mentally or pull this out. You can write it on a card that way, this tic-tac-toe grid. In the middle, the middle square, put you. So put me or you are here. Then this becomes your whole prayer map. Who do you pray for? Well, pray for your neighbors. That is physically. If you look at the eight people or the eight apartments, the eight, you know, the roommates, the eight, um, you know, houses, the properties that are connected to yours, can you name the people that live there? I'm, like real people, like, like, like Bill and like Jose and like Ann and like Dennis and like Jay. I mean, you know, the, the, those are the people that live around you. Those are the people that you can begin to pray that God would bless. Think about work. So tic-tac-toe at work. Who are the people? I mean, if you're in cubicle, this is like perfect, right? Like, you just name the, cu- you know, name the people in the cubicles around you. But if you're not, who are the eight customers that you interact with the most? Who are the eight coworkers that you have the most interaction with? I mean, you, you, knowing their names. And we're gonna begin to pray for them. Because quite honestly, if you don't pray for them, who is? Isn't that something like, you, these people, you, nobody is praying for them. And we think like, oh, that's sad. But what do I pray? As I said, pray that God would bless them. Remember, these are people. These aren't projects. You know, when, when we put a name and a face there, it's all of a sudden like, these are people with needs, just like we've got that way. And we pray that God would bless them. It's not a problem to say to them, hey, Bill, I'm just praying that God would bless you. You know what they're gonna say? 99 times out of 100, they're gonna do this. They're gonna like, keep it up. Like, you know, like, keep, you, know, you can keep praying that for me anytime. When we move on in blessed to L, listen. If you listen, you just talk, you listen to your neighbors. You listen to the people that you work with. Listen to friends. I guarantee you, you are never going to lack for something very specific to pray for them in their life. Now, I know, sometimes we think this, but guy, I've prayed and nothing has happened. Anybody here, you ever pray for somebody and nothing's happened? Anybody, you just wanna give me a you know, quick wave that way? And, and that could be true. You prayed and nothing happened. True, but not all the truth. Because I want you to add something to that statement. I prayed and nothing has happened Do you know that I prayed for my father to be blessed by God, to come to know Jesus for 45 years? So the first year I began praying for my, for my dad, I prayed for 12 months and nothing happened. 
And then I prayed the next year. And I prayed year three, and nothing happened yet. Now, my dad was not a person that was open to Jesus at all. In fact, it was like, don't talk about that around him. You start to talk about that around him, and he would shut you down right away. I become, you know, I become a preacher, and we don't talk about that um, in, in my folks' home at all. You know, like, those subjects are, like, banned. And so year four, I prayed for my dad, and my brother's praying for my dad, my sister's praying for my dad, and nothing happened yet. I prayed for five years, and nothing happened yet. I prayed for six years. Some of you are thinking, like, is he going to go through 45? Is he going to go all the way through 45 right now? I prayed for 44 years, and nothing happened. Say it with me. Yet. And that 45th year was the most amazing thing that ever took place. My dad opened up himself to Jesus. I mean, talk about receiving the blessing of God, the transforming power of God in his life. You may have been praying for somebody for quite a while, and nothing's happened. I've learned this along the way, that when you pray for a person, your care for a person increases. Check it out. Start praying for something. See if you just don't like, you know, you just, you're more tuned, you care a little bit more for. That's why if we're gonna bless somebody, we begin with prayer for ourselves, for others. And there's one other area that I want you to be praying for, for those that are in your group. And I might think, I'm, I'm not in a group. Well, we could take care of that. <laughs> Sign up today, right? And for those that aren't a group, though, you want to be praying this specific prayer. God, help them to receive the blessing that comes through blessing. Because when the blessor becomes, you know, when the blessed becomes the blessor, then there is a, dyna a dynamic that just begins to spin, and this flywheel moves in such a powerful way. What we're talking about is a life-changing dynamic. It's what Jesus did, which is why if you call him Lord, you call him Savior, you call Fox River home. Remember these. We remember this. That our heart is people. And when we say that, it's not just a mission, right? Our heart is people. We have this deep, deep conviction, this deeply held truth, that there is nothing more loving than you can do than to help a person to come and to connect with Jesus. You see, because Jesus... He is the one that makes the difference between hell and heaven. Jesus is the one that's made the difference between life and life to the full. Jesus is the one that is the difference between no hope and having hope. Jesus is the one who's, he, we can do the best that we can and try to bring about change or we can have this transformational power that he brings into our life that way. heart is people. And of course, and that's why our message is Jesus. And so as we take our first step today, I'm going to kind of bring us to that as we come to prayer. Again, very appropriate, isn't it? As we begin with prayer. If you've trusted Jesus as your Savior and you're willing to say this yes to Jesus, yes, I will join you in blessing others. I just want you to tell them that in prayer. 
Bless is having an incredible impact on me. I mean, this many years into following after him and like it just bring things new and fresh again. Loving it. Could be today that you're here and you haven't received, you haven't trusted Jesus yet. But you know this, that Jesus really is the difference. You know that he died on the cross for you. You know that he's risen. And you really are understanding that he is the means to fix a broken relationship with God, to, to redeem you. But for whatever reason, you've just kind of been putting it off. But today's your day. Today's the day that you are gonna put your faith and trust in him. Then I'll lead you in a prayer just of opening yourself up and coming to him in repentance and receiving him. I also know that, you know, we've got friends that are here with us. And honestly, you don't believe in God yet or you don't know what you believe in God. And I wanna extend this invitation to you to begin with prayer. That is to pray this prayer. God, if you're real, would you make yourself real to me and see what he does. Would you join me in this prayer, please? Jesus, may what it is that you have in your heart for us radiate. We're willing to say yes to you, those of us that have trusted you. I don't even know what all it's gonna do, but yes, Jesus. Then for those that are ready now to come to you, Jesus, and their prayer is this, Jesus, as best I understand how, I wanna ask you to be my Lord and my Savior. I repent of the sin, the brokenness in my life, and ask you for wholeness and forgiveness in this living relationship with God that I'm hearing about. That's my prayer today. And I just wanna ask, if you're online, please just, you know, hit that tab right now. If you're in the room with us, would you just lift a hand going, God, today I am praying to receive Jesus as my Savior. First time ever. Just lift it up. Yeah. You wave at me if I don't see you right away. Okay, cool. Thank you for this, Jesus. And Father, for those, they just don't know. We join them in this prayer. God, if you are real, make yourself real to them. Thank you. We pray each of these things in your name, Lord. If you were encouraged by today's talk, be sure to subscribe and share with your friends. Visit us online at foxriverchristian.org or check us out in person. Thanks again for listening to the Fox River Podcast.